How to reprogram your mind for positive thinking. Don't. It's a foolish move you'll never be able to attain. It's a delusion that you're setting yourself for. So don't set yourself up to always be a positive thinker. I'm Dr. Alok Trevedi. In this video, I wanna share with you the exact reason, the science, why positive thinking leads to more depression, anxiousness, anxiety, stress, and even to the potential levels of chaos in your life. Hey guys, I'm Dr. Alok Trivedi. I wanna welcome you to this video and to this page. And I wanna tell you something about positive thinking. See, most people think that positive thinking is so powerful. It's such a great place to be. And it's so powerful, right? And this video is about how to reprogram your mind for positive thinking. Don't. You heard me correctly. Don't positive think. It's a delusion because most people think that positive thinking is gonna bring them success, it's gonna bring them happiness, bring them joy. And this was a book that prevailed right in the late 18, uh, 1980s and that, and most people thought that positive thinking was the solution to making themselves have a greater life, to have greater opportunities. So you live, say yes to everything. Look, I've been around the wealthiest people on the planet. Well, I shouldn't say that, I don't know, but some really wealthy people. But, and they will tell you this, is that the most powerful answer, the most powerful word is not yes, it's no. The most powerful word is no, because so often the word yes distracts us from what we want to do and to what we're supposed to do and what we are focused on with our life. But what we say is yes to everything, we get nothing. Versus when we say no to everything else other than things that we want, we actually get our life to go in the direction that we want to create. It's focus and intensity. See, but positive thinking is gonna sit there and tell us that look, we gotta be positive, we gotta be happy, we gotta be, but that's a diluted state. The brain doesn't work that way. The neuroscience doesn't show that. But all too often, we as a psychology want to lean onto the world of positive thinking. Now, I'll tell you this. It feels good for a short period of time until it doesn't, right? Because you set yourself up for positive thinking and what happens? You go down the path of positive thinking and you can never attain it. You can never sustain it. And so it falls apart. And what happens is now you start beating yourself up, creating judgment towards yourself, anger towards yourself, and you start blaming yourself because you're not a positive thinker. Here's what I'm gonna tell you about positive thinking. Nobody but nobody but nobody but nobody but nobody, in case you missed it, nobody is ever 100% a positive thinker. It's impossible. So as you try to become more positive in your life, you're setting yourself up for more negativity. Look, I've shot some great videos on this. I want you to watch the science and the detail inside of this so that you guys get greater clarity, understanding, and depth on this subject because I want you to walk away not being a, an inspired thinker or a positive thinker. I want you to become a high-performance thinker, right? One of my great, I'd call him mentors that I didn't really know him personally, but I've watched him, studied him like a scientist is a guy named Kobe Bryant, and everyone kind of knows the name Kobe Bryant. And what he called Mamba mentality is this exact same thing. He understood these principles, and he didn't learn it by accident. He had people teaching him. He had people that taught him the tools inside of this. That's what made Kobe one of the greatest of all time, in his art, in his craft, in what he wanted to do with his life. I want you to turn away and become a high-performance thinker. Watch this video, check it out. I can't wait to hear what your comments are. Comment in the, in the post below. I can't wait to see what you have to say. Thanks a lot, guys. And so we've had all these personal development seminars that we've gone to and, and, and programs that we did that, that people have gone to and they said, you got to change your beliefs. And we said this earlier, that mindset is a collection of your beliefs, your behaviors, and habits, right? And our beliefs 
They dictate our lives. And you've all heard the idea, well, you change your beliefs, you change your life. You change your beliefs, you change your life. You, you can put personal, personal development into a, a one sentence. Change your thinking, change your beliefs, change your life, personal development, industry, dead. Done. Wouldn't you agree? I mean, it doesn't matter what it is. That's the industry. Again, I'm not ripping on it. I'm saying there's a fact around this. However, we say that our beliefs, our behaviors, excuse me, our beliefs, our behaviors, and our habits are essential. But our habits and our behaviors respond to our beliefs. So everyone's coming along saying you got to change your beliefs. Now, I got a question for you that I want you to tell me and, and be very truthful and honest to yourself. How many of you have ever tr tried to change your beliefs before? Of course you have. Everyone's tried. Jessica, you've tried changing your belief. That's just what we do. We try changing our belief because that's what we do. We are here to change our beliefs. And when we change our beliefs, then we change our life. But the reality is, is it's difficult to change your beliefs, isn't it? How many people actually change their beliefs? How many people actually get the opportunity to change their belief? Most people don't. Most people don't know how to. And what we do is we function from a premise of this backwards. What we say things is like, you know what? Um, we wait for New Year's and we say, I'm going to change my habits. And I'm going to change my habits. I'm going to go to the gym more. I was, I'm going to go to the gym more. And the more I go to the gym, the healthier I'm going to be. And I'm going to do that. But look, you know and I know that going to the gym doesn't always mean that you're getting healthier. It means that you're going to keep doing that for a period of time and then stay stuck. You're going to go there for a period of time and then you're going to stay stuck. Because you stop halfway through. You stop, get stuck halfway through and you don't actually allow yourself to go and you stop doing it right and your habits stay stuck inside of that your habits stay trapped in that place because when we try and work this thing we look the from the entire world from the eyes of the results so this weekend as i'm talking as i'm going through this stuff i want you to realize it's not about changing your personas i'm not interested in your personas your personas are the masks that you've been playing your entire life. This weekend is about the study of ontology. Ontology is the study of being. The studying of being stands on the shoulders of personal development. Because personal development, the personas that you have to continue to be putting on. Let me give you an example of this to make sense of this. Anyone in this room ever tried to be happy all the time? Let's be real. And how the fuck is that working out for you, Leslie? Being happy all the time creates delusions. And nobody's ever happy all the time. And what you do is you chase this delusion of happiness, thinking that you're going to be happy. But when I dig down into your life and I say what's real, you realize there's a lot of sadness. Right now, we live in a country right now that is more depressed than ever. Suicide is off the charts more than ever. And we can blame COVID, but it's not COVID. We can blame, the, is it that we have a lack of, of prescription medication? Right? When, how did people think without drugs? They actually use their brain. Pete, I want you to think about this, right? How do you think without taking drugs? 40% of the women, this study is a little bit old, but 40% of the women, 40% of the women between the ages of 23 and 56 are on some sort of antipsychotropic medication. Some sort of anti-psychotropic medication. That's a lot of people. That means almost 65 million women are on some sort of anti-psychotropic drugs, controlling the way that they think. Because what we've been doing has been functioning on the actual 
symptoms, never the cause. We've been functioning on the symptoms. We'd sit and say, let's go after the results. And one of the results that we have to chase is the result of happiness. We've got to feel happy all the time. And what I can tell you is that chasing happiness is what breeds the room of sadness. Chasing happiness breeds the chaos of sadness. And you can't, in essence, continue to chase happiness. It keeps you stuck in that space. Or the idea that we're always supposed to feel good. So wait a minute, you're saying, Dr. Trevetti, we should, we should think positive? Yes. And we should think negative? Yes. And we should think critically? Yes. Because is positive thinking valuable? Yeah, absolutely it is. It's tremendously valuable. It's greatly valuable. When things are going down and you need to think positively, it's great. It helps us. Just to, just to maybe put a different spin on it for a while. It doesn't rewire anything. But it definitely puts a little spin on it, maybe. Should we think negatively? Well, I don't know. If you're walking down a dark alley in the middle of New York and you have this negative thinking that shows up, hey, you know what, this is dangerous. Do you think that may save your life? High probability of that. So is that negative thinking then valuable? Yeah, of course it's valuable. Okay, what about the idea of critical thinking? What about the idea of critical thinking? Well, what's the critical thinking? Critical thinking means it's the devoid of emotions. Remove all emotions from it. Well, yeah, that's valuable too, right? We talk about critical thinking. There's Stanford does courses on critical thinking and, and a lot of people talk, well, just look at the emotions, look at the facts. Sure, I think that's very valuable. But there's another level of thought that I'd like you to introduce you to. And I call it aligned reasoning, right? High performance thinking is what it is is where you take, you integrate both negative, positive, excuse me, all three, negative, positive, and critical. And you wind them together, and then you realize it, and then you put it towards with your mission. And you reason it based on your mission, because that's your own individual purpose. And this type of high-performance thinking allows you to move your life from a place of desperation into inspiration. It allows you to take the challenges that are going on in your life and turn them into inspirations into your life. 